Office 365 Distilled. Hey, and welcome to number four from Steve Dolby here in this series about creating innovation in Microsoft 365. This is a wee dram from Office 365 Distilled, Steve Dolby speaking. And today I want to have a talk about redefining what's possible. I've been in IT for many, many years. I have the great hair to prove it. And I guess I got the stories as well. And you hear most of them, of course, on Office 365 Distilled with Marine, as we pull together our ideas around Microsoft 365. And of course, always finish with a whiskey. But in this series, what I've been looking at is how we can, well, let's just run through the titles, break through the barriers, creating impact, adapting to anything, and now redefining what's possible. So how can we do that? How can we take that responsibility, I guess, as consultants or IT or the person running the project for Microsoft 365? How do you redefine what's possible? Well, the bottom line is that Microsoft 365 is a huge product. You know this. 15 years ago, we'd be talking about adding a network share to our network so people can share content we would be talking about adding an application to do voice over IP um, communications. We would be talking about adding an application where we can message and pass information to each other and, of course, email. And so for 15 years ago, when Microsoft really kicked off Office 365, as it was called then, I remember seeing the signs in Waterloo Station thinking, that's interesting, I wonder what that is. And that changed my life once I started understanding what BPOS was, which is Microsoft's first release of their Office product. Effectively, they already redefined what's possible when they launched Microsoft 365. It allowed us to kind of think about one environment where all of our content was stored, whether that content was an email, whether that content was a document, PowerPoint presentation, whether it was even a data file. And as the product has grown, its ability to improve has grown. Its ability to redefine has grown. So let's think about this. You're running Microsoft 365 for IT. You have the reputation of projects in IT always being late, etc., etc. And that's the first redefining moment here because... All right, I'm well aware that it's not click, 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 done. But initiating Microsoft 365 after the service has been connected, when it's ready to be launched, you don't have to have six or ten months between all the different applications. On a recent project for me uh, that I moved into after there were some delays, so I was asked to sort of try and work out how we can get this working and doing, uh, 2,000 people organization and six months down the line we now have meetings and management we have teams and channels we have um, uh, OneDrive of course um, we have all of that running across a number of devices and every two months we issued a new application why could we not do it in one day because people can't always accept that much change so where does it take us we have to re redefine what's possible, but that's also based upon what the business can accept. So let's talk about your role. 
Let's talk about the role and the perspective of somebody selling the service to the organization. Someone has to read the roadmap and someone has to prepare the business for what's coming. And that needs to be you. That needs to be the person that owns this service. One of the first suggestions I do is to get a web page up there in your new Microsoft SharePoint site, which has all the bells and whistles, and you don't need to launch the service to start creating a site for yourself. But position, position Microsoft 365 in the organization and position yourself as the Microsoft 365 ambassador at the highest level possible. Think about it. You need to network with the C-levels, especially your CIO, because he also wants success for Microsoft 365. It's a huge commitment for the organization, remember. So your best friend is going to be the CIO so that you can both shine a light of what's possible across the business. He can talk to senior management about the things that are coming around the corner. And hey, you can feed into him that information. You also can put the roadmap together, okay? You know, you can sit there and let people know the value that's coming to every and each one of them. You can tell them collaboration is going to change. You can tell them that sharing is going to add value. You can tell them that they will be able to get to their information from anywhere in the world and on any device that is authorized to access the information. Everything you tell them is good news. All right, yes, I know you might have to tell them it's coming later and it's coming around the corner, etc., etc. But at the end of the day, you're positioning yourself as the person that can redefine what's possible. There's a very good chance that as you kick off this project, if anybody asks you a question on Microsoft 365, you are going to be the best person to answer that question. So be the person that is transparent and provides the answers to the questions and helps them change and integrate into this. Now, I know that change is a big part of this problem. Okay, It is trying to get these people to understand that they need to get that we are changing and your job is to describe what that change will be. And the interesting thing about it is it's all positive change. You're going to be giving them good news around every corner. Think about it. You're going to move your email into Microsoft 365. And they go, yeah, but it's email and it's still Outlook. But now Outlook has access to all your files on your OneDrive. So show them. Every opportunity you get to do a demonstration, show them. Show them what's possible. Show them that they don't need to add attachments to every one of their emails anymore and that the business can own that content by sharing it and controlling who's got access to it without having to do anything extra. You know, I select the file and look, now I have a list of shortcut files that I can choose from my recent modified files and I can attach that and choose whether I attach the actual object and the link. And you have a choice. You have redefined what's possible just by sending an attachment on an email and then ask them how many times they've had to resend an attachment because it was changed at the last minute and now these people have two copies and you have confused your audience so there are simple things like that that is new that is possible 
The thing about Microsoft 365 is that it's constantly innovating, it's constantly changing. And yes, that is a difficult thing to manage. It's a difficult process to talk about, and people may get fed up at the idea that you're going to say, do it this way now because it's changed. So one of the things that you need to tell people is that Microsoft 365 is constantly developing and the days of three-year upgrades and new features taking so long to arrive is over and gone. Because one of the biggest changes that people need to change is that it changes. It changes around them. They're not in control of the change. And they need to grasp it. Show them the benefits and the value of that change. One day they'll go to an application and something new will be there. Get them to click it. Get them to look at it. Get them to read upon it. Microsoft grows by its ability to constantly improve and do things better. And do they get it right every time? No. Dear Jeff, sometimes your ideas don't work. But they know that and they get to change them quickly. But within your organization, it grows by users being motivated to ask for new features, for new workflows, for being able to look at Microsoft's roadmap themselves and understand what's coming around the corner. They are looking for dream items that make their work life easier. And you can actually position yourself and say, hi, look, just tell me what you need. Don't be limited by what you know. Tell me what you need. Because you're the guy, girl, the go-to person that can answer those questions. But you have to make yourself approachable. You have to be open to working with the business, to want to make their life better. That could be a number of things. You could potentially visit every management meeting every quarter. So if you've got five divisions, talk to the directors of those divisions and say, you know, I want to make myself available to you. I want to be able to keep you guys updated about what's changing in Microsoft 365. Because remember, everybody uses Microsoft 365. It's not an application that's only used by salespeople. They might use different aspects of it, but it's used by everybody. So talk to everybody. Go to those management meetings. Get the oops, let me rephrase that. Get the middle management team to understand what you can give them. If you're in an agile environment, find some charters that you can go or even set up your own charter of everybody that uses Microsoft 365. Think about customer service. Think about sales. Think about marketing. Think about finance. Every one of them will need different value from Microsoft 365. So where am I going with this? Well, I'm going to make a statement here that innovation starts with you and your communications with the business. Yes, it changes. You've already told them that. But you are there to help them make the most out of all of those changes. You are there to innovate with the business. And the upside about this is that because you can just do this by configuration, to add a new feature, to do some low-code development. And don't forget, we got a great Wee Dram episode from Moraine on low-code development. Go and check it out. 
But because you have your finger on the pulse, your team either has admin rights or you may have admin rights yourself, you can do things quickly and easily. One of my favorite quick things to do is managing meetings through MS Teams. MS Teams, create a new team site, create a channel about the meeting, um, make it a shared channel so you can just put the people in that meeting, but then you can put other people in the team that need to see the content from that meeting. You can create up to five team sites that are organization-wide. So what if, here we go, are you ready for this? So what if you create an MS team for organization-wide for the board minutes? So you can create a shared channel just for the board for them to keep confidential information and things away, but then you can use the general tab for everybody else to uh, to move content from the meeting that is publicly available into the general's channel and everybody can make comments about it. And the organization's transparency has just changed and opened and they have innovated and you have helped it happen. I've been talking about you, the individual, the people all the time. And I think Microsoft 365 is one of the newest or best applications that actually focuses more on the human side of this process. Everything I've talked about is about the business, is about Microsoft 365 doing cool stuff for the business. And that business is about people. It is about the human side of this. And humanizing IT is a current big subject because of the whole work-life balance and lockdown and changing the way we're working, etc. So don't exclude that. So use it to your advantage. Keep people updated. Get in touch with them. Collaborate with them. Work with them. Be their IT friend. But also think about it, about its ability to constantly improve and how difficult that can be with some people. How some people might just like their habits and their best way of doing and hey let's be honest there are some people that don't need to innovate in microsoft 365 they just need to keep doing what they're doing and you need to be their friend and help them and try and identify the value when it happens microsoft 365 puts it staff in front of the rest of the business like no other solution and service because it touches everybody in the organization. And this is why you need to personally be that person and change IT. If you're a project manager for Microsoft 365, make sure that there's a great number one ambassador for the business. If it's not you, it needs to be somebody else. So there you go. That's what it means to be IT for working with Microsoft 365. But what if I'm a user? And you might be a user listening to this podcast. You use Microsoft 365 every day. And you're on the receiving end of everything that IT is sending you. And as I talk about this, as I look at my notes, I'm thinking that this might actually be a great podcast for Moraine and I to brainstorm one day. Microsoft 365 from the user perspective. Anyway, let me try and identify what I'm trying to say here. If you're a user... You have some great resources to understand how Microsoft 365 can help you. Mr. Google, sir, all right, that wonderful search engine, okay, will put you in touch with more people on YouTube and more people's blogs and Microsoft's operations documents and help videos, LinkedIn training. There is more than enough information for you as an end user to identify the value for yourself. 
But of course, it's also good to tell IT what worked for you so they can tell other people. They're the hub for this application. So as a user, find the IT person responsible for Microsoft 365 and collaborate on getting the best value from your for your role. Tell him the things that don't work for you. Tell IT what they can improve. And maybe, it's a, a quid pro quo, you can make yourself available to help them by creating case studies or working examples or what worked for you for other people. So offer your services. But find that IT person responsible for Microsoft 365. Do not let IT screw this up. Okay, You have to use the tools that they build. And trust me, as a person who's worked in IT for more years than I care to mention, 25, 30, 30, yeah, to Ted, more years than I care to mention. We appreciate the business coming forward in a positive way because we get so much of the business coming forward in a negative way. But somebody coming forward in a positive way will be treated with respect because we cannot define what is possible with Microsoft 365 unless the business tells us what solutions they need. Here's the thing about Microsoft 365. Generally, you're going to bring in a whole new set of tools and change for the business. As an IT person, you're driving that forward. As a as an end user, you're seeing new things and new features coming around the corner. And it's a climb. It's a long walk up a hill to get to the point where this is comfortable, where you know what you're doing where you're happy for the change to happen on a regular basis, where IT have a nice routine where they plan the roadmap and they advertise and communicate and let people know what they're doing. But there is a top to the hill. Once you reach the top of that hill, you can stand still for a second or two and look around and view people using Tools in a far better way, email, messaging, attachments of links, sharing with partners. And then you start to go down the other side of the hill and it gets to become a very smooth ride. If you followed the change protocols and that people have understood that they're now working in a place of constant change, in a place of constant innovation, that they can be the ambassador of their own future, that they can openly talk to IT, that they know when new changes are coming, that they know which ones will add value to themselves, that IT know people are ready to accept the change, that everything is not a large piece of work when a new feature gets added. Going down the other side is a very pleasant experience. Hard work getting up the hill on one side, but very pleasant going down the other side. It's a little bit like dragging a sledge up a mountain. You kind of get the snow in your boots and you start walking up and you're dragging this sledge behind you. And your kids, if you have kids, probably keep jumping on it and you end up pulling them up as well. But when you get to the top, the anticipation of sitting on that sledge and running down to the bottom without any restrictions... Even if you fall off, it's always a soft landing. Then that's the pleasure of getting this right, of being the ambassador, 
of understanding that it's constant change as an end user as IT. Once you get over the hill and you get things moving, then this is a great relationship between business and IT where they're working together to find quick solutions and quick changes that add real value. When you get to that point, you have already defined, past tense, you've defined what's possible in the past and ready for the future. Thanks, Steve Dolby here. As I said, this is we dram number four for me. Um, I've got one more to go when we're starting to look at Innovate Everywhere, and that'll be out in a few weeks' time. Check out the uh, other podcasts, okay, from Moraine and myself as we shout at each other and start to drill down on some of the solutions. And, of course, Moraine's Weed Rams are also available for listening to. But I hope you've enjoyed this, taking a look at redefining what's possible, whether you're an end user or whether you're IT. But for now, bye-bye.